your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. You're a win as a Raider. Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Friday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, July 23rd, 2021. Your boy Q here with you as always. You know you can find me on Twitter at your boy Q254. And also, you can always hit up that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Something on your mind, anything on your mind, as you can tell by some of the calls and texts we've got this week. Anything on your mind, it is all good. Feedback is always appreciated. Got a ton to get to on today's show. And I'll tell you what, Raider Nation, man, I'm so blessed for the opportunity and the, the situation that I'm in right now. And, and I'll, I'll get into all of it. And again, I'm so excited about today's show because I have a lot to bring to you. But I didn't have a very good radio show on Thursday. I'm a very tough critic of myself. And for most people, they probably listened and thought, oh, that was a pretty good radio show. It wasn't. It was not a very good show. I was not very happy with it. I was actually pretty upset. But then I uh, I went to Darren Waller's event. I've been talking about it for a while that he had a free football camp that he put on for about 100 different kids and, you know, ages uh, like third grade through the eighth grade. It was really great. It was at All-American Park. Uh, Mike Mayock went out there. Zay Jones went out there. Darren Waller was out there, of course. It's his his camp and uh, just a lot of volunteers, but a lot of kids that were out there having a good time. And it was not until that moment. And I'll tell you what. I got out there, and I didn't even get out there on time. There was a whole bunch of different things going on. I was working on uh, the Locked On NFL podcast at the house, and then I had to go there, and I just I ended up being late, and I'm never late to these kind of events. So I'll tell you, Thursday, I had it bad. There was bad weather in Las Vegas. Uh, matter of fact, uh, just, just crazy weather, man, almost like hurricane-type weather, like 60-mile-an-hour winds. I mean, I came from Texas, and I don't think I ever experienced any winds like that. I get to Vegas, and all of a sudden, boom, the winds hit hard like that and I it never really affected me but it affected a ton of people around the Las Vegas and Henderson area so just a really crazy strange weird Thursday for me and it was not until that event Darren Waller's event with all the kids out there playing and just kind of relaxing and not taking themselves too seriously and, and just out there having fun that's when my day actually got better <laughs> that's when my day really got a lot better, uh, a lot more exciting, just a lot of fun. And it's just kind of one of those moments where sometimes you just need to see kids go out there and play and have fun and smile and laugh and joke and dance. And you realize, like, man, this is this is a kid's game. I'm covering a kid's game. Even my job, sometimes I, I take – I don't take myself too seriously, but I want to be too perfect. And I, sometimes I just got to realize it's just radio. <laughs> I'm just talking about sports. Don't take yourself so seriously. And so really, it helped me a lot more than anyone will ever know that, like I said, I'm having a bad Thursday, but man, oh man, that uh, that camp really helped get things in perspective and, and give me, you know, give me a, a better feel for myself. Now, unfortunately, that happened later at night. <laughs> I wish it happened during the middle of the day and then my day would have been great. But either way you go. Coming up in segment number three of today's show, your calls and texts straight off that Lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line. Got a lot of feedback that I want to get to as we close out the week really, really strong. In segment number two, uh, I mentioned that camp that Darren Waller put on and you're going to hear the sounds of the, of the camp. And Raider Nation Radio 920 is going to hear the sounds later on today when I'm on uh, final day I'm on for Vinny Bonsignor 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, in the huddle next week I'll be doing my show Unnecessary Roughness from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time be very excited to get my own show and not f- be filling in all the time uh, that'll be a lot of fun but you're going to hear the sounds from Darren Wallace football camp you're going to hear his pre-speech 
You're going to hear GM Mike Mayock, myself and him, one-on-one. You'll hear me and Darren Waller, one-on-one. You'll hear me and Zay Jones, one-on-one. And then you'll hear his post speech. That's all coming up in segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. And again, I mentioned I got there a little bit late, but uh, luckily I was able to get some of the sound of the pre-speech by Heidi Fang from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. She does a really good job there. And so I was able to get a couple, capture a couple minutes of that uh, by way of her. But then again, got lucky, got Mayock, Waller, Zay Jones, all those guys, one on one where I probably wouldn't have got those if I had been on time. So that actually worked out pretty well. And then the post speech as well, very short, but him just thanking everybody for being there. So I thought that was cool. You'll hear that in segment number two. Here in segment number one, as I do on the daily, give you the news and the notes of the day. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. And off top, man, I got to pass along some some bad news and some sad news that happened on Thursday. Greg Knapp, a uh, longtime uh, assistant coach throughout the course of the NFL uh, with many different teams, passed away at age of 58 as a result of the bike accident I talked about last week. Uh, Adam Schefter put out a tweet saying, Jets assistant coach Greg Knapp, who was struck by a vehicle while riding a bicycle near his home in Danville, California, died on Thursday. Knapp was 58. Played for three NFL teams, coached seven NFL teams over 27 seasons. He survived by his wife, Charlotte, and three daughters. Very sad. And I was doing my show from Raiders headquarters on Thursday. And, I mean, that's how I started off the show. And it was just unfortunate. I hate to, you know, try to bring down the mood in the room. But, I mean, that's very important. Uh, only 58 years old and so crazy. Just went out for a bike ride and ended up, you know, he gets gets hit by a bike. I, I knew it was bad. I knew it was critical condition. Talked about it on the show last week. But I just always thought that, oh, he's going to he's gonna come through. It's not going to, you know, it, it's, it is a big deal. But it's not going to... It's not going to, you know, bury him. I just thought that he was going to find a way to muscle through it and just didn't, man. And so very, very uh, sad and, and just really prayers out to the Knapp family. I hate that for anybody, but definitely want to share those, uh, you know, those prayers and thoughts with his wife, Charlotte, and the three daughters. The Raiders put out a statement saying the Raiders are saddened and stunned to hear the passing of Greg Knapp, who served as offensive coordinator over two stints with the Silver and Black. The thoughts and prayers of the entire Raider Nation are with Coach Knapp's family during this extremely difficult time. So, again, many prayers and thoughts out to Greg Knapp's family as they're dealing with this tragedy of his loss. Also on Thursday, the NFL rolled out their COVID-19 policy for the 2021 season, something I talked about on the radio, and I really didn't really explain it very well, so let me just go ahead and break it down here. Tom Pelissero from NFL Network, he reported that the NFL sent a memo to his team stating if a game cannot be rescheduled during the 18-week schedule due to a COVID-19 outbreak among unvaccinated players, the team with the outbreak will forfeit and be credited with a loss per sources informed of the situation. In addition, players on both teams will not be paid for the lost game, and the team responsible for the canceled game due to unvaccinated players will cover financial losses and be subject to potential discipline from the commissioner's office. Uh, they go on to say last year the NFL bent over backwards to rework the schedule on the fly as outbreaks occurred. Zero games were missed over 17 weeks. In 2021, the NFL plans to play its 272 games over 18 weeks. They do not anticipate adding a 19th week. So basically, get it done. That's what they're telling you. And this is something I've been talking about on the show a lot. I know anytime uh, people hear vaccinations and get the shot, people always think it's a, oh, this is a political move. Oh, Q's getting all politics on us. And Q's telling us we have to go get vaccinated. Nope, nope, nope. All I've been telling you from the very jump is that the NFL, without coming out and saying, hey, you have to get vaccinated, they're doing everything they can to say, hey, you have to get vaccinated. That's what I'm saying, and that's what I've been saying the whole 
time is that the NFL is going to push these players as much as possible. And there's a lot of players, including the Raiders running back Jalen Richard, who aren't happy with this and are pushing back. And, you know, DeAndre Hopkins talked about he wasn't going to play anymore. And then he deleted that tweet. And, you know, just all kind of stuff. And there's there's a lot of players that are upset and they're upset with the NFLPA, which is the Players Association. Uh, One player, and I forget who it was, but basically said the Players Association sucks. And what he means by that is because the Players Association agreed to these terms. So they agreed to them, and that's why you're not hearing any pushback from them, but you're hearing it from the players. So the NFL is doing everything it can to basically tell every single person you need to be vaccinated. Does that mean that they will be? Nope. But they're going to put as extreme measures on them if they're not. So, again, it's not political, but it's the NFL's way of business, and that's why I'm bringing it to the table. Here's a little interesting nugget that I got on Thursday. I had Lincoln Kennedy, who was a former offensive lineman for the Raiders, of course, and then he's on the color uh, commentary. He's on the radio broadcast next to Brent Musburger for the Raiders. Uh, He was on the show, and we were talking all things uh, Raiders. We were talking about Tom Cable, talking about a lot of different things, and we finally got to the subject of Jonathan Abram. He brought up Jonathan Abram somehow, and so I I asked him. I asked him a question about, you know, what does he need to see from Jonathan Abram in year three of his uh, his NFL career? So I thought this was a real interesting and very good, thorough answer from Lincoln Kennedy. So check it out. You'll hear my question and also Lincoln Kennedy's answer. You mentioned Jonathan Abram and, and you know, where is he going to play? And it's been reported that he's going to be closer to the line of scrimmage, more in the box. Um, this is a huge year for him, Lincoln. This is year three going into a four-year contract with a fifth-year option. What do you need to see from Jonathan Abram this year? A level of professionalism that keeps him available in the field. I don't want to ever take away from his tenacity and his vigor and his desire to make the big hit. But if you make the big hit and it takes you out for a game or two, you do me no good. Does that make sense? Yep, yep, yep. Ability. So when, you, so when you're to the DSC, exactly. So his availability to the team is absolutely key. He is a vocal leader. The Raiders knew what they got when they, what they were getting when they drafted him. Now they've got to find a place for him. So I don't ever want to take away from his tenacity or his overall game, but I need him to be available. I need him to be out there. So he's got to find a way to understand his body and know what he can do and what he can't do and what he might have to limit himself for. And But he has to be available. It's absolutely essential that he stays on the field. There he goes right there, Lincoln Kennedy, not pulling any punches. He's just calling it how he sees it, talking Barry as a matter of fact when it comes to Jonathan Abram. And I know a lot of people and listeners get tired of me saying, you know, your best ability is availability. But Lincoln Kennedy just broke it down for you right there. Jonathan Abram has got to be available. Can't always go for the home run knockout hit because sometimes he knocks himself out or someone else. And he's got to be able to be on the field and available because he's needed but he's needed to be under control and play with that sense of professionalism. I think that was a perfect word that Lincoln said, professionalism. So uh, we'll see what Jonathan Abram does this year. It's going to be a very big year for him. Gus Bradley's going to kind of play him uh, in the in the box, make it a little bit more comfortable, make it more his position. So we'll see how he adapts to that and how he takes on that teaching from Gus Bradley. Later on this afternoon, about 1.30 Pacific Standard Time, I'll be headed over to Las Vegas Ballpark as uh, the Raiders. And matter of fact, the Raiders and the Vegas Golden Knights, they'll be taking batting practice for the Battle for Vegas. That's that uh, that's that competition, that charity softball game that's going on on Saturday. But they're going to be having their, their batting practice a little bit later this afternoon, and the players will be made available to the media so we can do interviews. I don't know if they're going to be one-on-ones or if they're going to be group sessions, but Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Alec Engel, Damon Arnett, Willie Sneed, 
Jonathan Abram, Foster Moreau, Max Crosby, Henry Ruggs, Tim Brown, Marcus Allen, all available. So uh, your boy is going to get in as many of those as possible. Uh, I, I got Darren Waller coming up. Just talked to him on Thursday. So, uh, you know, I might not talk to him, but Josh Jacobs I definitely want to talk to. Damon Arnett's a guy I want to talk to. Abram. Want to talk to him, Crosby, Ruggs. I mean, all those guys. I'm going to try to talk to as many as possible, but uh, that's going to be pretty cool, and that'll be something most likely I'll have on the radio, on Raider Nation Radio 920, and I'm sure I could bring that, and I will bring that to the table for uh, for Monday's podcast as well, especially if I get a lot of good stuff. Uh, not necessarily every player, but I'll definitely bring a few of those to the table so you can look out for that. And speaking of players, how about Hall of Famer? Mike Haynes, he's going to be on the show today at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. Uh, he's going to be talking all things Hall of Fame, talking about the Raiders uh, preparing for training camp, talking about Tom Flores, Charles Woodson, and, of course, the violator, Wayne Mabry, going into the Hall of Fame as well. So it's always good to catch up with Mike Haynes. I had a really lengthy conversation with him last year. Don't think I'll hold on to him for 30 minutes like I did then, but uh, still I will have a good conversation with Mike Haynes. He's a great dude to talk to. I, always, I think I talk to him just about once a year, so I definitely enjoy that conversation so that i'll come up today at 4 30 and that's all i got for you for segment number one of today's locked on raiders podcast news and notes of the day coming up in segment number two all the sound from darren wallace football camp that i picked up on thursday night you'll hear the pre-speech you'll hear gm mike mayock you'll hear tight end darren waller wide receiver zay jones and you'll hear his post speech all that as the raiders are doing some big things in the community that's coming up in segment number two of today's locked on raiders podcast before i get to that though i want to tell you about built bar and i've been telling you about built bar for a very long time all the different flavors they have available for you german chocolate cookies and cream orange strawberry salted caramel double chocolate mint brownie raspberry cherry barcia and coconut those are the ones they have available right now every once in a while though they have the limited time flavor you just got to go to the website builtbar.com and check it out whatever one it is a couple days ago or matter of fact a couple weeks ago is grasshopper cookie uh, they also had lemon almond cheesecake was available for a day only you just got to check if the flavor that you're looking for you're not hearing it right now just check on the website you might see it one day two day three day special builtbar.com use the promo code lock 15 when you go to check out you'll save 15 percent off your order and remember you're getting a protein bar that's 100 covered in chocolate it's soft it's easy to chew i like to put them in the fridge but you don't have to either way it's really good tasting and it's good for you so that's a win 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 type situation so builtbar.com promo code lock 15 to get hooked up today segment number two it's on the way your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we are. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to hear some sounds from Darren Wallace football camp. And before I get into it, I'm going to let it be known right now. You know, training camp is right around the corner. We're going to be able to talk. And when I say we, I'm talking media. We're going to be able to talk to these players, these coaches, GM Mike Mayock. We're going to be able to talk all these guys about football and the expectations of the team and all that good stuff. But on Thursday evening, at All-American Park, it was really about the community, and that's who everyone really wanted to talk about. Darren Waller would have let me talk about uh, football with him if I wanted to, but I really didn't want to because, again, uh, football, I mean, the camp opens up next week. And we're going to be there all the time. And so we could talk ball any day of the week. But this was really about the kids. This was really about the event and giving back to the community. And, you know, it was funny. I was taking pictures uh, and tweeting different uh, videos out at your boy Q254. Also, Raider Nation Radio 920 at RNR 920. Uh, I was tweeting them out by, by way of that account as well. And 
I got hit up and a lot of folks were saying, man, that's good stuff, Q. Good reporting because you don't hear this enough. You don't hear about the good things that these players are doing in the community unless someone's there with their boots on the ground and is able to witness it and bring it back or tweet it out or whatever. You know, and, and I know these players don't just want the recognition for doing stuff in the community, but I do think it's important. And when I was in Central Texas, man, I was uh, I was all over, all about the community. I was all over the community, shaking hands, kissing babies, all that good stuff. That's just kind of what I like to do. I haven't been in Las Vegas very long. Matter of fact, I got here officially July 3rd. But I'll tell you right now, I love what I'm seeing from the Raiders and what they're doing for the community. And I feel like I'm already kind of locked into this community, even though I'm still trying to feel my way around town and all that other good stuff. Hell, I don't even have a place to live yet. But really do appreciate what the Raiders are doing for the community. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get into the sound from Darren Wallace football camp on Thursday. And this is just uh, a couple minutes of his pre-speech that was really, really good speech. Uh, Heidi Fang from the Las Vegas Review Journal. She actually uh, captured it on uh, on video, and so I was able to get some of the sound from her because, again, uh, I showed up a little bit late, um, and it was uh, just so much going on on Thursday, but I got there a little bit late, and I wasn't able to capture it, but luckily, uh, Heidi was there. She was Johnny on the spot. So here's uh, Darren Waller's just pre-speech before the camp ever got started. It's, it's pretty crazy for me to stand here today, honestly. I see this sign with my name on it, having a football camp. It's uh it's crazy for me because I'm a kid from, I grew up in Ackworth, Georgia. Nobody knows where that is. Uh, and I had dreams of playing football just like you guys. I, I wanted to get to the NFL. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know what it was going to take. But that was a dream that I had. It's something I wanted to do. And if you don't take anything else from what I have to say tonight, I just want you guys to know that this is possible for you. You guys can be in the same position as me one day. You guys can have your own football camp. You can be able to impact your community in ways that you could never even imagine. So don't limit yourself in the way that you dream. Don't doubt yourself in any form or fashion. Anything that you want to do in life, anything that you want to accomplish, is very much possible. That's why I want to get that off first. Uh, I want to thank everybody that made this possible tonight. Uh, it's not just me that put all this together. There is no way I'll be able to organize all this in a way that it would be successful. So clap for these great people. Clap for the city of Las Vegas. Summerlin, everybody that's putting this on. It's an amazing thing, but today I'm not going to talk you guys' ear off. I just need two things from you guys today. All I need from you today is effort and attitude. First, with effort, just do the best that you possibly can. I don't need you to be perfect out here today. I don't need you to get every single drill right today. Just do it to the best of your ability. The thing about me and my career was there was always somebody out there that was better than me at a certain point in time when I was younger, when I was in high school, when I was in college, but the thing about it was for me was that I kept getting better. And I feel like I'm still getting better today. So if you're always on this process of how can I get better? How can I improve? How can I listen to my coaches? How can I continue to build on the fundamentals that I have? That's what effort is. So I want you guys to just give the best that you can. And as far as attitude is, man, smile, laugh, have fun. We're going to sweat. We're going to get after it. We're going to compete. Uh, but I want you guys to enjoy the game of football. Don't come out here with any pressure on your shoulders, need to impress anyone. Just enjoy the game. It's, it, it's so much fun. I look back, and the, the most fun I ever had as a kid was when I was out age playing football. There was no pressure. It was just free. We could go out there and hit somebody as hard as you could, run as fast as you can, and just smile and have fun. So don't ever forget how much fun it is and how great of an opportunity it is to play football. So there you go. There's just the pre-speech right there from uh, Darren Waller as he was getting going on uh, his football camp on Thursday at All-American Park in Las Vegas. And so without saying anything else, man, I'm just going to get into the interviews I had. So up first was my one-on-one -on -one with GM Mike Mayock. And we were just talking, talking community. And uh, it was almost like we were homeboys. We went back like the Commodores or something. But here's my one-on-one -on -one with GM Mike Mayock. 
We're here at All-American Park right now with uh, Mike Mayock. And, and uh, Mike, this has been a really cool event. Darren Waller's putting on for the city, doing some community work. Uh, third grade through eighth grade out here, about 100 kids just participating. How cool is this to, to be out here and witness one of your guys and, and participate yourself in this kind of an event? I, I don't think it gets a whole lot cooler, to be, to be real honest with you. And there are a lot of guys that lend their names to events. There are other guys, and they're in the minority, that come out here and get involved directly. Not only did he give a speech, but he's out in the middle of all the drills working with the kids and you want to talk about a memory for all these kids uh, it's Darren Waller giving back and, and I can't tell you how much respect I have for him you know and the thing about it is the Raiders as an organization has been very active in the community here in Las Vegas Josh Jacobs had an event over the weekend I mean there's just all kind of events a charity softball games coming up this weekend I mean there's just one thing after the other why was it and, 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 and how proud are you that it's so important to be involved in this Las Vegas community yeah last year was frustrating with COVID on, on every level including the community level and and uh, I was never a big hockey fan, but I came to town, and now I'm a huge hockey fan. A, because the Knights are really good at what they do. Right. They're successful. They've been a playoff team since their inception. But on top of that, they're involved in this community. And I think they kind of set the tone for us both on the ice and off the field. You know, And, and we want to kind of we, – we'd like to partner with them in trying to help, especially the kids in this community, the people that need us. And um, uh, we're all in as, as an organization, and it starts with Mark Davis. How fun is it for you to get involved in these activities, too? I see you out there putting in the work. You know what's crazy? Is I'm, I'm the son of a high school coach. Right. And, and my wife was just laughing at me. She's like, you can't help yourself, can you? Right. And, and you can. I don't care how old you get. When you see kids that are invigorated and running around and happy, you want to be a part of it. So I love it. And I'll tell you, Darren was out there, and I saw him in the end zone down here play, playing defensive back. He's a tight end, but he has some DB skills. Dude, he can play any position he wants. And uh, not only is he one of the best football players on this planet at any position, he's also one of the best human beings I ever met. He really is. And, and you know, the one thing about it, I'm glad you mentioned that because there's been so many great stories coming out of the Raiders organization with Darren Waller. Max Crosby just recently said, hey, 17 months sober. You yep. know, yep. Carl Nassib came out and, and, and is at peace with himself now. Correct. Why does the organization, how, how come they're, everyone, they make him so comfortable with being able to be who they are? You know what I mean? And be, and be honest about it. And, and that's a good thing. And, and I hope that's what we're doing. And, right. and I interviewed for a job years and years ago with Al Davis. And I think that's the guy that fostered that kind of openness. And, and it really, in Al Davis's mind, he didn't care if you were black, white, male, female, gay, straight. It right. didn't matter right. to Al Davis. What kind of human being are you? You know, what kind of football player are you? You know, and that's how I hope this organization is. And, you know, we're extremely proud of Carl Nassib. Right. We're extremely proud of Max. Darren, you know, there's a yeah. whole bunch of other guys I could list, but they're the three you mentioned, and we're, we we want to support them. Yeah, it's it's been great, and I think that uh, the fan base has been very excited just to be able to see, you know, everyone be, it's, it's good to be comfortable with who you are, you know, that's that's one of those things, and so uh, it's been nice to see that, and, and of course, Darren's been a great story and a great example, and, and for these kids, these all these guys are just looking up to him. And, and how could you not? I mean, he got up and made a great speech. And really, the point he made was, whatever you want to do, be great at it. You can be, be, you can be a football player. You can be a lot of other things, though. We're all unique in what we have. And, and then he gets out here and jumps in the middle of every drill with them just to, to make a memory for every kid. Right, exactly. And, Mike, before I let you go, and this has been great, uh, Allegiant Stadium didn't have any fans in it last year. I was able to witness one game there against Kansas City. But Allegiant Stadium is going to be packed to the gills this year with fans. Can, uh, how, do you anticipate that? Do you ever just kind of stay up at night and just anticipate how loud that place is going to be? Man, 
we were two and six at home last year and right. six and two on the road. And we got to be just as good on the road and we got to get way better at home. And a big piece of that is the fans. It was right. empty last year. There was no energy in the stadium. And we've got to turn that into a rocking, raucous home field advantage. Right, absolutely. Well, Mike, we appreciate you being out here. We appreciate Darren and the rest of the Raiders organization being involved in the community. So uh, thank you very much. My pleasure, man. Thank you. There's GM Mike Mayock right there. Really good dude. He was fun to talk to. And I'll tell you, before I even started talking, he was like, hey, I really just want to focus on this camp. And I was like, yeah, no doubt about it. That's what I'm here for is to focus on the camp, too. I'm, I'm not worried about football till next week. <laughs> we can get talking about football then. So uh, that was Mike Mayock. Now let's keep this party rolling. The next person I was able to talk to was the man of the hour, the man whose name was on the T-shirts, on the signs there at All-American Park, and that is tight end Darren Waller. Here at All-American Park with Darren Waller, and you're putting on this uh, amazing football camp, third graders through eighth graders, and you're out here putting in work. I see your DB skills. How, how much fun are you having out here? I'm having a lot of fun. I'm strapping out here. These kids was talking like they was going to get Open. I had to get my bag right quick. Man, all I kept hearing is, we out, we out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many interceptions you got, but you were having a good time, and, and that's what it's all about. I was talking to Mike Mayock earlier, GM, and, and he was just saying, man, this community, we're just having a lot of fun being in this community. How much fun is this being a part of this Las Vegas community? Uh, it's been a whole lot of fun. i uh, felt really welcomed here since I've been here. Uh, people just excited about the team, excited about us as people just being here and to share the neighborhood with us, so it's, it's amazing to be here. You know, and ever since you guys have come into the community, you have been very, very active. I mean, even the day that they broke ground and said, hey, we are now the Las Vegas Raiders, it was like, hey, we're going to help out with all the all the meals and everything. I mean, just giving back to the community, and, and for you personally, how, how important is that for you to make sure that you're doing that? Uh, it's the most important thing. Uh, you know, with football and everything, it's I can get numbers, I can get stats, what's about impacting somebody's life is really what I'll take with me, and when I'm, you know, old and down the road and my life's coming to an end, I'll think about, you know, what was the impact I had on other people, and that's what's going to mean the most, so I try to take that approach every single day. Well, you know, you gave a speech before this whole thing got started, and I think you really impacted a lot of people's lives. That's all Mike kept talking about was, man, that speech was just incredible. Um, when you think about, you know, putting these kind of things on, and when you think about your life and where you're at right now, how, how much are you, is this just a blessing for you? Oh, uh, it's, it's incredible. Like, I told the kids, I was like, seeing Darren Waller football camp up on the thing. It's right. like, man, you know, I was out the league for a while. I was thing I never thought I'd be playing football again, but here I am now, and where kids want to hear from me, and they're looking forward to coming out here and seeing me. It, it really means a lot. It makes me reflect a lot on everything that I've been through. And you're making impacts on, on young children's lives, and, and the team is in general, and I gotta ask you, I know uh, you're part of Team Marcus Allen for the uh, the battle for, uh, for Vegas, the softball challenge. I know batting practice tomorrow, we'll see you there, but uh, the game is on Saturday. High expectations. Golden Knights and the Raiders, what are your thoughts? Oh, man, you know, I feel like the, the Golden Knights are going to be no slouch. You know, they, they, <laughs> they, they play with a stick every day, so really? I feel like they're going to they're come with it. But we got, we got Henry Ruggs on our team, MVP, softball MVP. We got Foster Moreau hitting him out the park. I'll get some singles here and there, hitting the gap maybe. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I hate to put pressure on you, but I had Marcus Allen on the show earlier this week, and he said he believes the MVP was going to be Darren Waller. Well, uh, <laughs> I haven't swung a bat in probably like four years, so Marcus, we'll see. I mean, that's a Hall of Famer. You can't really let him down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, Marcus. I got you. So, yeah, man, I, I think he said Josh Jacobs, he's going to have him lead off. And, and you know, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, yeah, no, no pressure, right? Just go out there. And, and, and the one thing I want to ask you before I let you go, the Golden Knights, with their success. You've been at plenty of the games. A lot of fun, the atmosphere. Can you imagine what Allegiant Stadium is going to be like once you get fans in there? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't even think you can really, like, describe it. It's something that you got to be at and experience and feel because those hockey games are – I've never been to a sporting event with that kind of atmosphere in my yeah. life. So it's, uh, I'm really looking forward to them rallying around the team. And I'm, I'm going to let you go, I'll let you get back to having fun here. But uh, I wanted to thank you and, and the team in general for what you guys are doing in the community. You're making a real big impact. Yes, sir. Just trying to do our part, man. Just trying to do their part. Very humble dude right there. Obviously, we all know the story of Darren Waller. We know his battles and his daily battles. But, man, I'll tell you, if you could have seen that dude out there, and, again, I put out some videos at your boy Q254. He signed every autograph. Anyone who wanted an autograph, he sat at a table and signed every one of them, either a poster, a football, a T-shirt, whatever it was. Uh, he just had a big old smile on his face. He was, he was having a great time out there, and it was really, really cool to see it. Again, for a guy who was having a bad day, that whole camp and just being out there to witness it really put me in a good mood. And another guy who really didn't want to even talk, you know, Zay Jones, he didn't even want to talk. When I started, I approached him. He was like, nah, let's just make this about Darren. And I said, no, really, I just want to talk about this event and talk about the community. So he's okay, cool. And ended up at the end of the day, uh, Zay was really cool with me. So uh, here's Zay Jones and myself one-on-one quick little couple minute conversation. We're here at All-American Park right now. Darren Waller football camp. Amazing. Already talked to GM Mike Mayock, talked to the man putting it on, Darren Waller. And now I got one of the guys out here helping him out teammate wide receiver Zay Jones and this is a big deal man it's about the community they got kids out here from you know third grade all the way up to eighth grade you've been a, a participant in some of these activities how much fun is this just to get back to the community it's very exciting um you know just very uh, very blessed and privileged to do something like this and follow Darren's lead and he's he's put on a phenomenal event I'm enjoying it very much you know and ever since the Raiders have come into the community there's been all kind of camps the Raiders have given back and made sure that you know meals have been taken care of it's just it's been very important for the organization to be part of this, and you're as well. And when you when you you know get up in the morning, and you think about the community. How big is it for you to do this? I think it's very important uh, coming into a city that really didn't have the chance to. I wouldn't say support us because for obvious reasons with COVID, but being there in person to be able to be on the field with them and to interact uh, with them, I think is very uh, very crucial. And it's fun to see these smiling faces and to actually be hands-on with people. And I think uh, Darren's done a really great job with just, you know, leading this thing. Right, and and you mentioned interacting, and you have been. And I'll tell you, you got a heck of an arm. I saw you throwing that rock up in the air, and uh, the little kids, little ones, were catching that ball. How much fun was that just to be able to, you know, just just play with the kids and just let loose? It's very enjoyable. Um, I mean, at one point we were in that position, so to give back and to do something, Um, It just shows the humility of Darren and to be out here is, like I said before, a privilege for myself. So I'm just just taking it in. Well, you're doing a great job. I want to thank you. I thank Mike Mayock. I thank Darren for putting on for the community and you as well. And and just, I mean, everything that you guys are doing as an organization and individuals, you're doing a heck of a job. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. So there's Zay Jones, you know, quick little conversation with him. Just you could tell he was real happy to be there in the community and helping out with Darren's uh, event. And it's funny, I actually talked to a couple of the, the kids that were participating participating in the event as well and uh, if you listen to Raider Nation Radio 920 a little bit later this afternoon you'll hear that as well but he came by me when he saw me talking to the kids and just gave me the thumbs up and said great job man so uh, Zay Jones was really just again happy to be there and be part of that community so the final thing I want you to hear and I know we're going a little bit long here in this segment is the post speech it's less than a minute long but just Darren Waller thanking all the kids for coming out and giving them a little bit of encouragement before they before they say goodnight thank you guys for being out here thank you guys for smiling for laughing for having fun you guys helped me have a good time as well I just want to say it was great to be out here with you guys and just keep locking in on the small details of everything that you're doing listen to your coaches listen to your parents listen to your teachers they all want to see you be successful one day and all these little things that you have to do they may seem 
boring sometimes. It may seem like a lot to do, but all these things are setting the foundation for the men and the women that you guys are going to be one day. And I can't wait to come back 20 years from now and see how you guys are possibly impacting this community and just being the best versions of yourselves. So give yourselves a round of applause. you guys thank you so there it is right there that was uh you know just a little post speech less than a minute but uh man I, I hope that you were able to get an idea of how this event and how successful and how happy the people were that were there try to take you behind the scenes a little bit hopefully i did a good job uh but yeah i know the segment went a little bit longer than it was supposed to but i thought it was very important to let you know and let you hear from some guys that are really doing it big in the community and that's not the only ones again like you heard me talk to, to mike mayock you know josh jacobs had his event the raiders they did a coach's clinic over the weekend uh, the charity softball events going on on Saturday I mean there's just so much going on that the Raiders are, are, are playing a part in and I just think it's so important so uh, hopefully you enjoyed that coming up in segment number three your calls and texts straight out that Lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line 707-654-4693 this is the Lockdown Raiders podcast your Locked On Raiders your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders part of the Locked On podcast network your team Every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. You know the number, 707-654-4693. Don't have a lot of time left, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it. I'm not going to try to talk too much after the calls and texts either. Just kind of break it down and let yourself be heard. So let's go ahead and start things off. I.E. from the Inland Empire in Cali. He's calling for a few reasons, including the battle for Vegas, and has a few suggestions on guys I should try to talk to. Also, he needs a little bit of insight on Foster Moreau, and, and then he talks about Jim Plunkett to the Hall of Fame. Here he is, I.E. from the Inland Empire. Hey, Q. This is I.E. Raider calling from the Inland Empire, Cali. Hey, as you get ready for the Battle of Vegas, want to see who you're going to take in your interviews and try to get some insight from uh, David Arnett. And uh, let's see if we can get... Uh, Jonathan Abram, kind of find out what's going on, uh, how they feel the change with uh, Gus Bradley's scheme is uh, going to happen, and what do they feel? Uh, is there gonna, what type of changes, what type of schemes, what do they see different from uh, coming from uh, their experiences and the other defensive uh, schemes? Also, I'd like to get a little insight of uh, what's going on with Foster Monroe. Uh, I think uh, that guy is just crazy athletic. Also, I think that he is going to be the MVP of uh, the Battle for Vegas. I uh, caught a video a couple weeks back that he was taking batting practice. I don't remember exactly who is, but the guy is just a stud. Crazy ass. Uh, lastly, touched back on one of your conversations a few weeks ago about who we're missing in the Hall of Fame. I'd like to see some more conversation going around with Jim Plunkett. I think Jim Plunkett is highly underrated. That man deserves his place in the hall, along with Cliff Branch. Two Super Bowls, Jim Plunkett. All right, we're out. Raiders. There he goes, I.E. right there from the Inland Empire. And, yeah, I'll definitely try to talk to Damon Arnett, Jonathan Abram, and, and Foster Moreau. And, you know, the thing about it, I'm going to even let Foster Moreau know that you expect him to be the game MVP. No pressure, right? <laughs> you heard me tell, uh, <laughs> I told Darren Waller that. That's what Marcus Allen thought, that he was going to be the MVP. Darren Waller's thinking, uh, no, no, not me. <laughs> I'm probably not going to be the guy. And uh, as far as Jim Plunkett goes, I do believe he'll be the next guy in line after 
the Raiders get Cliff Branch in. Got to get Cliff Branch in first, and then Jim Plunkett will be hopefully shortly after that. So thank you so much for that call. I do appreciate you. Next up, I got a text from Riverview Raider. It says, Q, what's up, man? It's the Riverview Raider. Bro, I'm excited. Marcus Allen. Then the next day, Tim Brown. Greatest Raiders in my eyes. Just think of all the Tim Brown jerseys in the stands at the games. Can't tell me he's not the greatest Raider to play. I want to talk about who I believe is the greatest on the team right now, and that's Darren Waller. The impact he's had on and off the field is one of a kind. I follow his sobriety journey through his podcast, Comeback Stories. People should check it out. From overdosing to a top three, if not the best tight end, the league is an amazing story and inspiring. Glad he's part of Raider Nation. Can't wait for this season. Thanks for all that you do. That's from Riverview Raider. And it's appropriate that that text came through. And uh, I got it on today's show after having a whole segment based on Darren Waller's football camp. So, yeah, he's doing great things on the field and also off the field with the kids, with adults, you know, Mad Max Crosby helping him out. I mean, just everything. There's a lot of good that Darren Waller is doing. So, yeah, absolutely. Shout out to him. No doubt about it. Next up, we got a call from Ryan in Missouri. He's calling to talk about how important former running back coach Kirby Wilson was to the Raiders, and he's pretty concerned about how someone else will be able to slide in there and fill that void. Ryan in Missouri, here he is. Hey, Q. This is Ryan in Missouri. Congratulations on the new gig. My passion for our team has been reignited with your hiring because I know a family member will be taking care of family business. I'm calling because I heard someone the other day spew their hate towards you by telling you not to repeat words like very, very, in other words, twice. And he had the audacity to tell you to speak more like Colin Coward. Really? We still have to deal with this level of hatred in 2021. And he had the nerve to condemn you for wanting to save lives during a pandemic. How shameful of him. Q, there will be people who try to congratulate you and fuel your demise at the same time. And they will do it in a nice, nasty way. Like try to get you to disrespect fat people on air or bait you to do other things. Nevertheless, you maintain your character and professionalism during both scenarios. And that exemplifies what it means to be a raider. And for anybody who wants to spew their hate towards any of our Raider family members. I have time. I have time today and any day to address them however they deem fit. You make your decisions diligently and prayerfully. Thanks for taking my call. There he goes, Ryan in Missouri. Thanks for the call. Thanks for being a new booty here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. Appreciate you. And yeah, Kirby Wilson, man, he was a heck of a coach. He's going to be, uh, it's going to be hard to replace him. No doubt about it. But I think the one thing that makes me feel a little bit better is that the team wasn't caught off guard. When Mark Bedane resigned, they were caught off guard. But they weren't caught off guard with Kirby Wilson. So they knew that was coming down the pipeline. So hopefully 
they've been grooming someone to be able to slide in there and take that spot for that exact reason. I'm hoping, again, hoping that I'm correct with that. So uh, thank you so much for that. Appreciate you. And I think I got time for one more call right here, and we'll wrap things up for the day, wrap things up for the week, and head on into the weekend. So let's take this call from California Dave in West Tennessee. He's calling to talk about the interviews he's been hearing on the show as of late and had a few players he wanted to point out as players that he's a big fan of. Here he is, California Dave in West Tennessee. Thank you, nation. California Dave calling out of West Tennessee, y'all. Hey, Cube, been loving the interviews, man. Now, these guys are my generation. So, like when Marcus Allen was talking about Lester Hayes, that's my guy. Yeah, we went. You know, who's your favorite Raider? That is my guy, the Judge. Um, favorite underrated Raider is Greg Townsend. Hall of Famers. Well, we didn't draft Big Link. I think he came what from Atlanta. But him and Mo Collins, Mo Collins was a first-round pick. Now, he, you know, God rest his soul. I mean, dude was a beast. On current roster, everybody was, you know, maybe looking at Jacobs. and I'm looking at Colton Miller, you know. But O-Lyman, they got to have longevity. So I think he's on the right path. Um, great subject. I'd like to hear what other people think, you know, because we got – the gamut as far as from youth to all us old heads. So everybody's going to be looking at this and just with different glasses. All right, Nation, peace out. There he goes, California Dave out of West Tennessee, calling cooler than the other side of the pillow right there, just sitting back and relax and chill. And, yeah, good call, man. You like the trenches, huh? You like them offensive line guys. You like the Greg Townsend, Lincoln Kennedy, who was on my radio show on Thursday, among other guys. So, yeah, good call, my man. Definitely appreciate that. Lots of good stuff. And so that's going to do it for me for today's show. Went a little bit longer than supposed to. Uh, You know how that goes. Sometimes your boy don't know how to slow it down down. But I thought it was a really good show. Hopefully you enjoyed everything you heard in segment number two. I know I enjoyed being at the event and I tried to bring and capture it and bring it as much as possible to the show. So uh, as mentioned later on this afternoon on Raider Nation Radio 920, Mike Haynes, Hall of Famer Mike Haynes, will be on the show with me. I'll also be out at Las Vegas Ballpark this afternoon before I go on the radio talking to as many Raiders as possible. I'll have it for the radio. I'll have it for the podcast. So we're going to be on and popping. And then next week, it's official like a referee's whistle. The Raiders will be opening up training camp on the 27th. That's when the players report. So until Monday, Raider Nation, stay safe. Do what you got to do. Take care of yourself. And uh, most importantly, as always, just win, baby.